The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Empower Radio presents The Miracle of Healing with Lisa Campion. Meet healers, learn different modalities, and hear empowering stories of people on their healing journey. The Miracle of Healing on Empower Radio. Here's your host, Lisa Campion. Hello, I'm Lisa Campion, and this is The Miracle of Healing on Empower Radio, where conscious people come together to explore the world of healing and heal the planet one person at a time. Wow, can you imagine receiving answers to your most thought-provoking questions about life on Earth, spanning such topics as historical events, present-day environmental issues, and technology, the future? This is what happened when author and viralinologist Penelope Jean Hayes communicated with the Divine Wisdom Source from her um, her friend and colleague, Carol Serene Borgens. Um, who channels this um, beautiful entity named Pax. And we're going to speak with Penelope today. Sadly, uh, Carol couldn't join us, but we're going to speak with Penelope today about the damage. Can we undo the damage that's been done to the Earth? They have this fantastic new book out called Do Unto Earth. And um, and I'm super happy to talk to you, Penelope, um, about, I don't know, this incredible source of information it sort of feels like when I was reading it sort of feels like it can save the world if we get this information out to as many people as we can welcome to the show thanks Lisa and you know what that's exactly what Pax has told us in so many words that this is a message for all of humanity this isn't just a message for myself or for Carol Serene Borgens who is the channeler this is a message for all of humanity. It's a love letter that reads like a movie. It's super fun. <laughs> and, yeah, it's fun. And, it, and it is like, I like to say it's a blueprint for environmental healing and peace and unity on earth. And how did you guys come together? How did you two begin your collaboration? So I work in the field of viral enology and that is viral energy, which is contagious energy in social interaction and the environments all around us. So I had, um, I'm just going to hold it up. I had written this book, The Magic of Viral Energy, and I am the founder of the Viral Energy Institute. And I was working on the Institute, bringing the Institute, which has been open for 10 years, doing retreats and in-person counseling, was bringing it online last year as everyone was going online last year. And I was also simultaneously working on my next book, which was slated to be titled Do Unto Earth. Mm. And that is the book that we're talking about today. So 
I had gone to Carol for a couple of spirit channeling sessions and had we had already been acquainted and all of my questions for spirit were around this vocation. You know, it was about the Institute and it was about this next book and the direction for those things. Well, one day I got contact from Carol saying that Pax, who is the spirit energy that she channels, wanted to have her contact me to offer wisdom and support for the Viral Energy Institute. So we started that about six weeks later when I returned from a book tour. And within a couple of days of me sending questions to Carol who channeled spirit and then the answers were returned, within a couple of days of that process, we all realized that, you know, this is a book, you know, this is not just information for the Institute, but it's a book. And mm -hmm. so I asked Pax, you know, is this actually intended to be the book that I had lined up for the next book titled Do Unto Earth? And he said, indeed it is. And that's this book. Wow. This gorgeous, gorgeous cover designed by a British illustrator by the name of Andrew Green. Wow. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Um, so there's so much there to talk about. And I just want to, um, for one minute, um, talk about, we talked about this before, you and I, before we were, we started rolling here today, about viral energy, virinology. Yeah. Um, that right? And how, um, how incredibly, um, important and prescient this seems to be here we are a year into a pandemic um that you would be working with this energy of of viral um but you're doing it in such a positive way you're doing you know you're showing showing the light side of viral energy yeah. which is like lightning fast um transformative consciousness shifting instantly across the world at least that's i what i assume it's about <laughs> and um, and it, it, I'm so glad that you're have we have something that's the light version of the <laughs> right grindy. Um, you know, because I'm sitting here like three or four days uh, into my recovery from having had COVID, um, which brought me down um, hor horribly to my knees for a couple of weeks. So, so let's talk. Can we just talk about that for a minute before we jump into absolutely, absolutely. So the study of viral energy is the study of contagious energy. And simply put, we all know because we know for ourselves that a smile is infectious and laughter is contagious. So that represents the light side of things. And of course, energy comes in a whole spectrum from the light to the heavy. So I prefer not to say positive and negative because I think it's a better visual for us to really yeah. understand energy by saying light and heavy because there's really just light energy. And then there's what clouds the light. There's the toxins in our life, those, yeah. you know, the debris that gets in the way of our natural state of light energy beings. And so all of that is contagious. What we need to know about energy is that all energy is viral energy, the good, bad, and the ugly. It's all contagious. And so we have heard in the last couple of decades a lot about the law of attraction. So viral energy is not the law of attraction. It's actually different. And it is highlighting and drawing a putting a real spotlight on another way that energy works and it's really important for us to know so you know law of attraction is like attracts like so you think about a radio transmitter and a radio receiver they have to be tuned to right. the same wavelength and so then we start to worry like oh what if i'm having a bad day am i sending out like negative thoughts that are going to draw this to me mm. so what viral energy is basically the the light at the end of the tunnel it's the positive take because it allows you to take control of your surroundings to understand that you can be mindful of your surroundings so viral energy happens passively mm -hmm. it happens through osmosis 
And that is the process by which molecules move from an area of high concentration to an area of low concentration through a semi-permeable membrane. Well, we're that membrane. So we are picking up everything in our surroundings, what we expose ourselves to. And so when we become mindful of that, we change the vibration of our internal presence, that energy vibration that is us. So it's really important because that presence is the fuel for everything you're creating in your life. It's the fuel for how you create your relationships. It's the fuel for your vocation and the work that you do. So that beingness, that presence, that energy vibration that is you is really important. Yeah, totally agree. I love I love this topic and how you defined it. And like I said, it, it, it gave me this little ray of hope that we have. It's like our inner light is contagious in a way. We need hope. You know, right. Yeah, we need hope right now, I think. And um, and. And that's how how it landed on me when you were talking is just that like the light the light you know we can spread the light <laughs> we can spread the light in that in that viral way we need to right now i think and you are too and i want to also give you a huge congratulations on the release of your new book energy healing for empaths thank you and this is a tremendous beacon of light that we need right now so congratulations because i know how much goes into publishing Oh yeah, thank you, thank you so much. Yeah, it's um, book launch. Book launching is always. <laughs> Fortunately, I think it's fun. The whole writing process, um, and quite enjoyable. And um, and I'm so gra- glad that you're you're to you know help you bring the, your book out into the world too. This book, Do Unto Earth, because you know it feels like we're in this really precarious situation. This real fragile. You know, that's something that Pax talks about in the book is that. Like we have just a little bit of time before we kind of hit this point of no return. And I'm wondering if you can speak to that for a minute. Yes. So in Do Unto Earth, Pax tells us that we have eight to 12 years left before a fail safe point is reached for the wellness of our place on this planet. And what that means is it's not the end of the world in eight to 12 years, but it does mean that if we do not change our ways, the way we pollute the environment with impunity, the way we very mindlessly go about our business and create such a disunity. If we continue the way we are now, operating from the consciousness that we are now, that within that time frame of eight to 12 years, we would have reached a point of no return. So continue on this trajectory and it's not good news. So this is why we've been contacted at this time from the spirit world to say, you know, this is a wake up call. It's also, you know, a prayer. It's a hope for us. And it's a a love letter to humanity in a lot of ways and filled with solutions, not just a litany of problems. But it is at that point that, you know, talk is cheap and it's time for us to, you know, to change. It really is. And what can we do? Like, what can we as individuals do? And I, I think there's a lot of really great information in the book about how like we we could globally change or you know think sort of things have to happen on a really large scale to um to sort of turn the ship around but what can we do as individuals yeah yep so some of those bigger things you're talking about is in the book pax gives us a replacement to plastics a huge problem on our planet and he says to use hemp cellulose that we could use hemp cellulose in replacement to crude oil which is plastic wow. I mean, this is the this is like a billion dollar idea. This is a game changer. It's being yeah. used in small amounts. There are there are companies out there that are starting to use hemp cellulose, but we're getting like a big check mark from the spirit world to say this is a direction. Pax also gives us in the book solutions. I like to say kind of breadcrumbs, hints on the future fuel 
for replacement of crude oil. Um, so not just the plastic application, but for fuel and even the fuel for interstellar travel at light speed. So there are these like huge ideas for humanity, but wow. for us, you know, for you and me and just everyday people who are, you know, aren't a large corporation or aren't, you know, um, have the backing to put some of those new technologies into use, what we can do is realize that we have the power, that all along we've had the power because we are the consumer. So I, I love I love this example, Lisa, of do you remember how quickly grocery stores moved from plastic bags to paper bags? Yeah. It was almost overnight. And then the straws that became very unpopular. So something yeah. happened. Yeah, it was actually popular culture. So could have been somebody, you know, on some social media somewhere or some young group of environmentalists, but somewhere this sort of movement popped up that and it, know, went it went viral. It went viral. It went viral. It went viral. So <laughs> yeah. it, was all, it was like all of a sudden overnight plastic bags are bad, you know, and we're using so much plastic. But for some reason, we latched, we as a society latched on to this idea of plastic bags. And it was almost embarrassing now to at the grocery store, like take the plastic bags. So you'd bring your own bag, a cloth bag, or you'd get the paper bags. This happened almost overnight. So it's a great example to say that we, the consumer, have the power. And when we stop buying it, they stop making it. Right. If we demand something else, they start making something else. So it's not always big, bad corporations. They're fulfilling a need in the consumer market. It is us. So to stop giving away our power and also stop making excuses for our place in this, you know, in the process and our place in the solution. So we are all empowered to make that change. And it starts by raising consciousness. Yeah. So the more we raise consciousness, you know, the work that you do, the work that I do, the work that Carol Serene Borgens does, we are adding to higher consciousness. We're encouraging that. And through emulating and the work that we do as teachers, we are raising consciousness in our own circles and the people around us. So now that is what everyone should do to emulate that in your own life, to live that in your own life. It starts with our intentions. You know, what are your intentions? And from intentions come thought, from thought comes actions. So when we start at this base level of intentions, we begin to raise our consciousness. And as we raise our consciousness, it is a viral effect. And so we can change the world also that way, because when we operate with our higher selves, we don't hurt each other. We don't pollute the environment. Higher self can't do that. Right. Yeah. I love, I love how Pax talks a lot about the answer to this shifting consciousness is to connect more with our higher selves. And I'm wondering if you could, um, I don't know, everyone has sort of has a different definition of what the higher self is. What is the higher self and how do we connect with that part of us? Right. So. And that is the point that I think a lot of people would describe it differently. I would say that when I began writing as an author, I would tap into my stream of higher consciousness by sitting in a forest and meditating and writing. So for me, so I think there's different modalities for each person. So how to tap into it and what it is. So what it is, is our true essence and who we are as spiritual beings, you know, is our higher self. And I would say that when we incarnate into the physical experience, that there's a forgettingness, the, mm -hmm. uh, a dismemberment of who we are as part of the whole. And so our true self and our true state and our truth 
is that we are part of the whole and we are, you know, um, I like to say also like a cup of ocean is still ocean. So we <laughs> are, you know, a piece of that puzzle of the whole and tapping into it, you know, for some people it's meditation, for other people it's a walk on the beach, but to get into, and it doesn't have to be quiet. You don't have to push out all thoughts. Um, it's also whatever works for you. And I would say that that's where there's a really nice tie in with the viral energy message because it is osmosis and it is a passive experience. And so for me, I go into a place that's already vibrating perfectly, which is nature. That's, you know, the, um, the lack of free will. It is our free will to vibrate, you know, with the craziness and to choose, you know, things that are distracting or toxic. Nature's vibrating perfectly. You know, right. it just does that. So if you get into a forest, if, if you live in a city and you can just get into a park around some trees, put your feet in the grass. So there are many modalities, regardless of where you live or what you have access to. And you can get yourself into a place that that helps you. And you can be able to tap into higher self at any point in time, even if you're in a traffic jam. But if you're wanting some you know, tools to do that, I would say sit in nature and see what happens. And don't even try to push out thought. Just be. You know, just just be for long enough that your energy starts to synchronize. And for me, synchronize with the energy around you. And I would say for me, I do that. And all of a sudden, I'm just flowing with ideas. I'm writing things down. And I know that I am just, I have opened that portal to my higher self. And those ideas that are innately, you know, mine to tap into. Uh, yeah, I love that. I talk, I think a lot like my sort of personal cosmology on how this works is we have that like ego self, you know, like our personality or our our personal self, and then we have our higher self, and it and the personality and, and certainly Pax talks about this in the book and your in your conversation um, that that's part of the book seems to me like the personal self is holding a lot of the problems. Like that may be where greed or you know. Um, sort of oh, thought, yeah. the thoughtlessness that we were not giving towards the earth comes from that, right? So can you speak a little bit? About, I know Pax talks a lot about how, what do we do in the face of so much greed and negativity and, and um, the, the forces of interference in a way? What do mm -hmm. we do? We, you know, the only thing we can do is to be beacons of light. And if you can imagine the globe that is planet earth with all these little beacons of light that start igniting. And as we're moving into this new age, we are moving into a new consciousness. We are undergoing a spiritual evolution. And I, I can tell you that's a fact, and you will know it's a fact, because we know that these conversations were not normal mainstream 10 years ago. <laughs> no. right? Right. We can track yeah. it. We can track it by by knowing that this is now just the vernacular of regular folk. You know, the things that we're talking about used to be like really out there, a little bit woohoo, very fringe. And now more and more, and I attribute a lot of it to Oprah Winfrey, as a matter of fact, because she, you know, being so popular, really open to so many other modalities of our spirituality. And since then, there have been so many leaders in the fields of spirituality and metaphysics. And we have um, been allowed to really blossom at this time. So I would say that that is proof positive that something's happening. <laughs> you know, a shift is happening because this is not fringe anymore. It's very much mainstream. So what we can do is continue to be beacons of light and to know that that light is contagious and we can light up the world with it. I love it. Thank you. That's a beautiful answer. Very inspiring. Um, so I know Pax talks about a lot of really cool um, 
you know, glimpses of our future, can um, our potential future. Can you share some of these? Sure, like, sure. Some of your favorites? Oh, I have some favorites. And I first want to actually clarify exactly who PAX is. So PAX is a spirit energy. But when I asked at the beginning of the book, you know, who exactly are you? Here was the answer. And this is a direct quote. We are one with the universe, not the universe alone. We are the divine universe. Yes. And the God being and the greater wisdom, that which knows and supports all and is healing, non-judgmental and tolerant, all seeing, all knowing and peace. Wow. Right. Wow. That, that, that is a very powerful source. And I just think it's important for your viewers and listeners to understand to hear who that source and how, yeah. how PAX self-identified. So some of my favorites, so PAX just let me really open to all of my curiosities. And he said that, you know, not only will this be a book about environmental healing and unity and peace on earth, but that it will be through our curiosities that people will read this message because it's just full of so many really interesting things about our past, like Roswell, I asked about what happened at Roswell in 1947. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I want to know. I want to know. All yeah, <laughs> so what, what PAX says what happened at Roswell is actually there were eight spacecraft that arrived that day, not just one, and that the U.S. government actually shot one down to steal its technology, reverse engineer it. There was one being who survived the crash and was alive for a period of time and then eventually passed, left, wow. soul left the body. And so many things like that in terms of you asked about our future. So our future, we will travel off planet and we will do that for the purpose of alleviating the burden on planet Earth. So we have an overpopulation problem as well as a major plastic problem and pollution problem. And we will have to alleviate some of that population to allow those who stay behind to repair the planet and others will set up. Basically, it's like a space station, but not in space. It's on a planet. And there will be many. Um, that's a couple of generations in our future, which is actually not a very long time. And he says that at this moment that our abilities to, for scientists to even be inspired with those ideas of the, what the fuel will be for interstellar travel to make that possible, the spirit world is currently blocking us because of our current intentions. So as we raise vibration, raise higher consciousness, those things will be opened up to us and scientists will start discovering things and we'll watch that happen. It's fascinating. How, how incredibly cool. <laughs> yeah. It is. And I'm, I'm, I'm glad we're not just ditching the planet, like, you know, kind of like dying in ditch. Like I'm glad we're, you know, that, that the intention would be to, to steward what's the repair and steward. Cause I do feel like that's what we're supposed to be doing. Oh, um, not only that, but there are not other planets reachable to us that look like ours. So, right. you know, there are other beautiful planets and exotic planets, but um, in terms of what we could actually access in the soon time, you know, we, when we start being able to get past our own moon, there won't mm -hmm. be blue and green planets within our reach for some time. So right. we definitely want to keep this one healthy. Yes, indeed, indeed. And what does he say about the kind of fuel we use to do all this travel? So there's a few things and they're more of breadcrumbs because he doesn't want to give us the answer the same the same thing I just spoke of where the right. spirit world is blocking that technology. But I really, you know, dug away at this. I'm like, please, Pax, we need a replacement to crude oil. This is, you know, we desperately need this. So there are breadcrumbs. One of those things is something about the hydrogen atom. Mm -hmm. and that that would come into play and that they're already working on it but 
digital cells. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're working on it, but they're not quite there. Like the discovery is not quite the thing that they're currently working on, that this will have further development. And he also says that there will be sort of two fuels. One, and it's actually a no-fuel fuel, so not a liquid. It doesn't require a storage container. It's a no-fuel fuel source. It's a no-fuel energy, also free energy. That there'd be one uh, energy that gets us off the planet into space. But once in deep space, it's actually dark energy, dark matter. Interesting, dark matter. Interesting. You'd be tapping into to get wow. you know the, the light years away, other galaxies, like far, far. That's super cool. <laughs> it is cool. <laughs> I love it. So how do we get some of this information? Like, let's let's share with, with everyone how to get your book and how to find more information about this. Yes. To visit PaxWisdom.com. That's P-A-X Wisdom.com. And by the way, Pax means peace. All right. Thank you for putting that up. Here's the beautiful cover of the book. There's our website, PaxWisdom.com. And through there, my website is linked. Carol Serene Borgen's website is linked. She does still do personal sessions for people looking for a great channeler. Wow. And you can find her through her page on that website. Yeah, I'm so um, sad that she wasn't able to join us um, today because I, I really always have, um, you know, from, from psychic to psychic, I always love to talk to another psychic about her experience. seems so unique and so beautiful and um, so inspiring. And I know that um, channeling this being has changed her and also changed you too. Yes, it's it's been a wonderful adventure so far. And we just feel extremely honored to have been um, gifted with this process. And we feel honored to be with you today, Lisa. Thank you. Oh, well, thank you so much for being with us. Um, and I hope that everyone runs runs right out and buys your beautiful book because I feel like we need some hope right now and we need some of those breadcrumbs. We need to know what we can do to to consciously head in the right direction, you know, like especially if our, our window's getting shorter and shorter on the time to do that. So thank you yeah. so much. It's beautiful to have you thank here, you Penelope. And, and um, may, may everyone, may it be so, may everyone find their way to that beautiful place. And thanks all of you guys for joining us on the Miracle of Healing today. Um, come, you can come by my website and visit me anytime, lisacampion.com. I'd love to visit with you. Um, and thanks for being here on the Miracle of Healing, where we are changing the planet, healing the planet, one person at a time, right here on Empower Radio. Intuition is our spiritual GPS and the single best tool that we have for navigating our lives. I'm Victoria Shaw, and on my Intuitive Connection podcast, I will share with you the ways to connect with your intuition and awaken the gifts of your soul. In each episode, I'll draw on my own intuitive gifts and my training as an Ivy League trained counselor and psychologist to help support you in reaching your highest potential. Start listening now on Mind Body Spirit FM Podcast Network or wherever you find your podcasts.